This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. Thank you, Stubby, very, very much, and welcome back to our second hour for this beautiful Sunday morning, warm but beautiful, and I'm glad to have you uh, listening to our program. Been doing this since 1978 at uh, on on Saturday and Sunday mornings, and and uh, I enjoy this. My Saturday program is now one until three on sister station KLIF, and I in- invite you to uh, to join me there. That's 570 on the AM dial. Mike Bass is my producer of both uh, programs, and I am lucky to have Mike. He is just the best it gets. Mike's uh, sister. And let me get names here in front of me. Michelle and Harvey Smith are celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary in Ellis County uh, this afternoon. So congratulations to them. And and to Michelle, you chose a wonderful little brother. And uh, congratulations on on that wise decision. But uh, anyway, what a happy day for them. So that's great. Um, We are ready to go back to the phone lines in just a moment. I need to do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. We'll be going to Joe in Jacksboro, and then we could come to you if you would just call right now. The phone number is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now, please. Love to hear from you. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Angelina. Angelina is an Australian cattle dog mix with a great big smile and dappled white fur. She is still under one year old, so she is chock full of energy and looking for a forever home and family who will take her out to play. This girl wants to play. Angelina came to the SPCA of Texas as part of an animal cruelty seizure from Van Zant County. As a result of her early life experience, she's a little bit timid when meeting new people for the first time, but her youthful vigor wins out over shyness in the end, and she loves to be happy and active. She still needs a little help walking on a leash, but is improving in that area every day. She does really well with other dogs and may even prefer to be a second family pet. Just bring any other pooches to the shelter for a meet-and-greet in advance, and that way you can be sure. Angelina is housed at the Russell E. Dealey Animal Rescue Center, so an advanced appointment is necessary to meet her. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Angelina has been spayed, microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. The Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Now, that is the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, and they are... Um, did I give the address for that? I don't see it. I don't see it on here. I am really struggling with double vision. Going to the double vision specialist again. I think I had one lens replaced in my glasses. The the, uh, glass started to have a sliver going across it, and they got me a new lens. I don't know what the problem is, but anyway. So it's really hard for me to read these copy and know what I've just read. And I don't see the address for the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. It's almost always there. It's in West Dallas. The other, uh, the pet of the week, Angelina, is at a different location. She is at the, um, back up there, Russell E. Dealey Animal Rescue Center. And uh, so anyway, all the information is spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. I feel really badly that I didn't uh, have uh, more direct information to help Angelina. Sweet dog needs a home. That is sponsored today by Advanced Foundation Repair. Leaders in the foundation repair industry has been that way a long time. I like to say they have earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair because they have taken their industry about nine giant steps 
forward. Now, they were the first ever to offer a warranty on their work and make it transferable from owner to owner and make it good for the lifetime of the house. And that uh, is awesome. Back it by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. Our soils in the Dallas-Fort Worth area are dreadful for foundations. And if you don't have deep piers put in at the time the house is built, then you're going to have foundations moving around. It's like a uh, like a uh, a raft on a on a stormy sea. It just moves. Except this raft can break apart pretty easily and start to develop cracks. If you're seeing the telltale symptoms of cracks in the side walls of your house, in the tile floor of your house, windows and doors that aren't functioning properly, you need to contact Advanced Foundation Repair and have them come out and do their very thorough inspection of your foundation. If you have a foundation problem, they'll show you where it is, what it is, they'll quantify it for you, they'll tell you what it would cost to fix it. And that becomes then their their bid to you. And uh, they make no pressure. You don't have to sign anything that day. It's just what it would cost to fix it. And uh, you'll probably find that it's a lot less than most other companies that have come your way. Most uh, probably uh, less expensive than all the other reputable companies. And uh, I really want to encourage you to uh, consider Advanced Foundation Repair. They've been in business a long time. They are well-proven. I've been advertising for them for 27 years. And they've done work at our home and at another building that we owned that was our office for 24 years. They are great, and I'm proud to recommend them to you. Their work will be done quickly, it will be done affordably, and it will be done perfectly. Advanced Foundation Repair on the web it is foundationrepairs.com plural foundationrepairs.com on the phone very melodic easy to remember number 214-333-0003 that's 214-333-0003 advanced foundation repair Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what health care workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stewie, thank you very much. And now, finally, we get to Joe in Jacksboro. Joe, this is Neil. Thanks for your patience. Thanks for waiting. How can I help you? Yes, Neil. Um, been listening to you for a while and uh, got a question uh about some trees I planted in uh, uh, early April. They're uh, red maples, and I planted them about 40 or 50 feet from a big pond and been watering them out of that pond about every two to three days. And some of my trees have little holes, pinholes in the uh, leaves. And I was wondering if you could tell me what I can do about reducing that or getting them to grow out of that or or, uh, what's causing it. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to confess, I see that on trees and don't worry a lot about it. Uh, you're talking about a hole the size of a pencil lid, right? Yes. That's probably, I don't know if that's a, a, a leaf spot of some sort, a disease, or if there's been an insect. Probably not an insect because that would grow larger. There probably has been some kind of a, uh, generally when there's a hole that develops, it's a bacterial leaf spot. Uh, however, uh, fungal leaf spots are more common on, on maples and other trees. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's not anything of any major consequence. I see it on my Japanese maples. And okay. it never it never progresses. It never gets worse. It's just there. And, and uh, I've, I've kind of learned to look past it and look for bigger bigger problems which are also out there waiting and <laughs> i worry about them more uh, but i i wouldn't i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't spend a lot of time worrying about that one have you wrapped the trunks of your maples no i have not you must do that absolutely m-u-s-t okay. i hope it's not too late for that okay i can show you dozens of photos i've taken of red maple trunks that have not been wrapped, that sun scald their first summer, and uh-huh. the bark peels off in, in pieces the size of your hand and okay. exposes the internal tissues. Okay. Uh, you need to get some paper tree wrap. Um, okay. The uh, uh, 
Tree Coat, I think, is the company that makes that one. There are many different kinds of tree wraps available. There are some plastic things that pop open and snap shut around the tree okay. trunk. They're fine. Okay, I've seen those. Yeah, uh, they would be fine. You just don't want anything that binds and and won't it is not flexible and won't let the the tree trunk expand. Leave okay. it on for a couple of years. Uh, it also will protect against borers. It will protect against the mower bumping and, and taking the bark off. What happens with these trees is that they're grown in a nursery where they shade one another, and then when we put uh-huh. them out in the open, they're they're very exposed. Same thing needs to be done for Schumard red oaks and Chinese pistachios. Okay. That may that may make your your thirty minutes on hold worth the wait. I wouldn't worry about the leaves. Uh, okay. you might, you might also okay. watch the new growth and see if it is also developing these holes. I'll bet it's not. I'll no, it's it would, not. Huh. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's your bigger measure is, is it still going on? If it isn't, then first of all, there's nothing you can do about it. And secondly, it was something that happened in the past. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you. You bet. Have a good day. Thanks for the call. Linda in North Dallas, you'll be next. And, uh, and in southeast Dallas, you'll be next, next. You're, uh, you're coming up. It's uh, on deck and in the hole, as they say. And uh, I'm looking at Ann's question. That will be an interesting one. We have some, some ID and I- identification and diagnosis. Fifth printing of my book at $32.95. That's what this uh, next ad is all about. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Now, this is not the cowboy boot book. That's the one you may find in stores. It's really old. It's uh, more than 30 years old. That's not the one you want. And um, it's a quarter of a century older than than uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This is the one I want to get in your hands because it is so up-to-date and very thorough. 840 photos, 344 pages, 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, what you need to know to get started or to get better as a gardener. Chapter 2, I've never put in a book before. It is the 48-page calendar, four pages per month, a perpetual calendar telling you each month what you need to uh, plant, prune, fertilize, and protect in that month in your landscape and garden. So you'll never wonder, when should I do this or that? It's all in that calendar. Chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit and vegetables. Now, there are extensive lists, extensive descriptions, extensive uh, charts and photographs, all kinds of information in each of those chapters. The book is only $32.95, and it will pay for itself very quickly. I think it uh, covers every aspect that you'll have on uh, urban horticulture, whether it's lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening. It's all there. So I hope you'll give it a chance. I'll guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny. Not in stores, not on Amazon. It's available from my office or my website. I'll sign your copy once it's bought and uh, send it to you Uh well, I'll be signing tonight, and we'll get them in the mail on Tuesday. We'll take some orders today and uh, tomorrow, and then all of those will go to the post office on Tuesday. Satisfaction, as I say, guaranteed. So here are the two ways to order. Go to neilsperry.com or call my office tomorrow through Friday, Monday through Friday, at uh, 800-752-4769. 800-752-GROW. The better way, though, is to go right now to neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, and uh, wonderful pastor, wonderful church, our church. Sharingtheheart.org, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. See you there. There's a lot of talk these days about Made in America. I'd like to tell you about something that's been made in America, made in Texas, for 90 years. Mueller Metal Roofing 
Mueller Steel Buildings, made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building, or even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA, and with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you are supporting local jobs and local families, ordinary hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product made right here in America. When somebody has a company that's been around 90 years doing uh, uh, great things for people, they're doing it right. That's the case with Mueller. Visit Mueller, Inc., dot com m u e l l e r i n c dot com or give them a call at eight seven seven two Mueller eight seven seven two and uh, then uh, let's do that again like I say the eyes are not working eight seven seven two six eight three five five three that's Mueller they're made in America and they're made to last Mueller Inc dot com Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby, very much. The phone number, if you'd like to call, 800-288-WBAP. That's 800 288 9227. Linda is in North Dallas. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. Um, I'm calling because you said that we need to put down the second application of pre-emergent, and I'm treating part of my lawn for some type of fungus, whether it's gray leaf spot or whatever it is. Um, And I wondered if those areas are healing, and I wondered if the pre-emergent would inhibit those areas to heal um, because the runners need to kind of take over no i don't think it will hurt um i will ask you however a big so if you have gray leaf spot i assume you have saint augustine is that correct correct have you typically in the past year or two had a problem with either grass birds or crabgrass in those areas no No. there's no need for a pre-emergent then okay okay wasn't that easy yeah, I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I throw the blanket comment out of it's time for the second application of pre-emergent. And um, if, if, you start, if you start putting all the conditions, if you didn't have crabgrass and grasspers, no need to put it out. If you have this, all the, it begins to sound like one of the ads for the uh, arthritis medicines with all the disclaimers at the end that take more time than the ad did. And I, I should do that because it stands to reason if you don't have these problems, you don't need to use the pre-emergent. So I'm glad you brought it up. But, no, I don't think you need to use it. Okay. Now, here's another question with the fungicide. Your sponsor recommended, um, because it was somewhat bad and it's really recovering well now, um, the Disease X, which I think is one of the products that you recommend. They said to put it down every 20 days. It says it lasts 30 and then I read that your grass can, the fungus can get um, resistant to that fungicide. Should I, I put it down twice in the past two months. Now, should I switch to another fungicide? Well, there are other fungicides uh, that are effective on it. But in looking at the list, I don't think there are very many of them, if any others, that are available to consumers. I think they're commercial products. So if you can find one that is, is labeled for take all root rot now for gray leaf spot i think you probably could find some other things that'll be labeled for it that depends on which disease you have it's it's hard to find turf fungicides Um, one of the things that that i observed as as uh, companies began to pull products off the market um, 25 years ago was that we didn't have a good turf fungicide for a long time there wasn't anything to recommend for brown patch which is now being mm-hmm. called large patch more and more commonly. Um, and and uh, I'd go into the the uh, 
various places, and I'd see people standing there looking, and I'd, I'd realize what they're looking for. Something that said it will control brown patch, or at that point it was still called brown patch. So, you know, I don't think you're going to find a lot of other options. I think two treatments ought to be enough for take-all root rot, and you can avoid nitrogen on St. Augustine in the heat of the summer, and that's actually even a better control of uh, gray leaf spot than, than the fungicides. I, I always... This is what a, a really good turf expert who's now deceased told me, a long, lifelong friend of mine who I respected immensely told me. Uh, he didn't use this terminology, but I, I'm paraphrasing what he said. If you're banging your head against a wall and taking aspirin, there are two ways you can get rid of the headache. Uh, the obvious one is, I think I'll quit banging my head. And, uh, and and that's, you quit putting the nitrogen on in the summer, and, and a lot of the gray leaf spot issue goes away. And sure enough, it did for me. So that, that now, should help. Now, I read about um, one that you put on your garden sprayer. It's, uh, I think it's Immunox. And they said it doesn't rinse off in the rain. Um, and I thought, well, that might be a good alternative um, so it doesn't build up resistance if that's something that's going to happen. Are you I, familiar with that? I, I'm familiar with the product. I don't know whether it will uh, do a good job on gray leaf spot or not. I don't know. Oh. You okay. can give it a try if you wish, and you'll, you'll, get the, you'll know very quickly because the grass will green up if it, if it works. Yeah. But, uh, and then also peat moss um, in those bare spots, is that a good idea just to give some nutrients to the clay? Peat moss has no nutrition. It is strictly okay. organic matter. It is an acidic uh, uh, organic matter. Its purpose originally, as uh, recommended by Dr. Phil Colbaugh, uh, who I respect immensely, he was a research uh, pathologist with Texas A&M with the experiment station, was to lower the pH because take-all root rot in the spring was found to be much less active in acidic environments on the surface of the soil. But as soon as azoxystrobin came into the market and was tested, it was found to be far superior to adding the uh, the peat. And so that's no longer in play. Okay. Yeah. Got to run. Appreciate your call. All right, thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Baylor's Cotton White sponsors this hour, as they have for many, many years. And I hope they will for many, many more years. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the ones who have kept us happy and healthy. You're happy, aren't you? They are our beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. That's just a, a term that doesn't fit into their vocabulary. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but when we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy, we know that you are there to help us. Thank you. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you can show your appreciation to the front line. Get vaccinated. If you haven't been boosted, get in and get boosted. Wear your mask. I wore mine at an event last night. Those are great ways to show your support and share your messages on social media, your messages of support for the front line. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the front line for all that you do to keep all of us healthy. We appreciate you, so join me right now. Thank you. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. Niels Ferry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter we've been doing for 18 years. It always has been free. It always will be free. I will never give or sell your email address to anybody, so you don't have to worry about that. And uh, you uh, don't have to worry about uh, any kind of spam email coming from me. This one is strictly worry-free. Uh, what I will promise you is that you'll get five stories each week. 
Uh, one of the stories will always be a featured plant of the week. One of the stories will always be a, uh, a gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that you need to get done in that week, that weekend, so that you'll be right on time with things. And then the new and expanded Q&A section is really something. I spend as much time doing that as I do the rest of eGardens combined. This week, we have Diane sitting with another really exciting story. She writes one story per month for us. And so I hope you'll take a look at eGardens. Take a look at the current sample that I have on my website. That's where you sign up at neilsperry.com. Neil Sperry's eGardens at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. Several teenagers were shot in a small Texas border town during a high school graduation party. I'm Dennis Martin from the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Dealing with an accident that's blocked the right lane of eastbound Highway 183 and its approach to Empire Central. Construction has closed HOV lanes both east and westbound I-30 between Jim Miller Road and Northwest Drive. And with WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And now the WBAP forecast. Sunny, breezy, and warm today. The high temperature, 94. Partly cloudy, breezy tonight. Overnight low, 75. Monday, sunny, hot, and humid. Monday's high temperature will hit 97. It'll feel hotter. Right now, though, it's 79 degrees in both Dallas and Fort Worth. Several teenagers were shot early Saturday morning in a small Texas town southeast of El Paso. A total of five victims have been identified, ranging in ages from 16 to 18 years of age and are, treated, are, are being treated at two area hospitals. Socorro, Texas Police Chief David Burton says the victims were among a hundred or so teens and young adults attending an all-night high school graduation party at a home on the north bank of the Rio Grande. It's unclear how many people fired on the crowd, but Chief Burton says they're confident they'll identify them and arrest them. Dallas police are investigating a pair of early morning weekend homicides. A 14-year-old boy was shot to death early Saturday morning near the old East Dallas Workyard Park. An hour or so later, a residential neighborhood about a mile away on Military Parkway, a 41-year-old man had been shot to death. Police trying to work out exactly what happened in each of those killings. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update comes at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP. 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very, very much. And let me uh, tell you right now, reach for my head copy here about Whiz Q Stone. Oh, that one's easy to do because I like these people so much, and it's just one I can do uh, out of memory because I, I uh, have been there many times, and I am such a believer in their great product and their great service. They've been around since 1983. That's a third-generation family business, WizQ Stone. Mike and Derek Wisnand are second and third generation in the business, and uh, they can help you with all of your stone needs. If you have a, a desire to put stone in your landscape, and I might hasten to add that you don't have a finished landscape until you have stone in that landscape. Beautiful stone. That's what they have at Whiskey Stone. Maybe it's decorative boulders for a big fountain you want to add. Maybe you're doing a dry stream bed and you need river rock. They have that. Those are the rounded rocks that have tumbled down in the mountains for millions of years, probably, or thousands of years anyway. And uh, they have some beautiful stone in that category. They have decorative gravel. They have uh, ledge stone for making retaining walls. They have paving stones for patios and, and walkways. They have paved stone, interlocking concrete pavers. They have it all. And they also have contact with the best landscape contractors around. They're very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Contracting Association, so they can refer you to the best. They deliver anywhere you can hear me, and they can refer people 
you to a good landscape contractor uh, anywhere in your neighborhood. So they are great. Open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. Here's the contact information for WhizQ Stone. They're in southeast Fort Worth, way down in southeast Fort Worth, at 4501 East Loop 820 South. 4501 East Loop 820 South. Their phone number is 817-429-0822-817-429-0822-whiz-q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. With so much happening, you never want to miss a moment. These days, you don't have to. On air, online, and always on your smart device. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. Go to my website, and you'll see several things that are of great importance to you, I think. I hope they will be. One is the ability to buy my book. That's one of the two places you can buy my book. One of them is by calling my office, and uh, that's at 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order from the website at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. And while you're at the website, that's where you also can uh, sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. It's also where you find my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions archived. And it's also where you'll find archived information on rose rosette virus and crepe myrtle bark scale, among many other things. So remember it. Bookmark it. Save it. You'll find it very useful. NeilSperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuart, thank you very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We go to Ann in southeast Dallas County. Hi, Ann. This is Neil. Good morning. Hi, sir. Good morning. I hope you can help me with this situation. I did a no-no, and I suffer with anxiety, and I'm just making myself sick. I was over there cleaning in this area at the chain link fence at the very front there of the house, and there's this plant that's been there for years, and every year it's something just come up on its own. I'm out kind of in the country, and I have a lot of wildflowers out here that I save. I won't All let right. nobody mow them down. Right. And anyway, it. I was over there pulling up some weeds and doing some trimming because I won't let anyone mow or do anything Got in that it. area. I've been saving this plant. And it only grows with one long stem. Well, there was a little bush there, and so I couldn't pull it up, and I got the cutters, and I was trying to be very, very careful, very slow, and I accidentally cut the stem of the flower. The flower winds around like a four-foot area on the fence, and every year it gets a little longer, and I wanted to save it. Is there something I can put on the two ends where I cut and maybe put some tape around it to save it? Do tape around it? You're trying to graft it back together, you mean? Yeah. Can you Can no, you? No, 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 no. No, not, not if it's been cut. No, Ann. Um Grafting is is a really tedious and uh, process, and it's done uh, with a dormant uh, stem, with one that is not growing, not one that's actively growing. I I, I wish I could help you with that. Uh, it probably will regrow around the cut from below the cut. So nothing I can do to help it. Well, like I say, if you take good care of the plant, then it will regrow for around the cut. The The base of the plant will regrow. So I, I didn't yeah, say there's nothing I you can cut, do. I cut it. It's about No, Anna, I got that. I got all that. There's nothing you can do to help grow them back together again. Once you cut something, it's cut. But you can help the plant that remains. You can help the, the mother plant. So I don't want to be quoted as saying there's nothing you can do to help it. You just can't regrow the, the two things together. So 
off the ground, so put something around it so then they won't get too close and mow it down so it'll grow back. Yeah, you could you could put stakes around the, the mother plant to keep people from getting too close to it with a trimmer or mower or whatever. So I hope that helps, but I would just keep it keep water on it and just just uh, protect it from the, the people who do your mowing for you. And uh, yeah, I'll bet it'll come back for you. I appreciate your call very, very much. Good luck with it. That happens to all of us at some time or another. So thank you, Ann. Let's go to Tom and Alvarado. Let's see if I can help Tom. Tom, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. Can Can you hear me? Okay. I hear you beautifully. Good. I'm uh, interested in a mulberry tree. We lived in Indiana. We had on the street right behind our house. People had this giant, beautiful mulberry tree that dropped fruit. and we love to pick it up, but people didn't even want it. But it's just great for making treats with. Uh, it did leave a, leave a stain on the ground, but I have an area behind our house about 20 foot off of a pond. And I think one would work well there, but I don't know if there's a variety that grows in Texas. There, There are, and... I can't find them. I saw that you were wanting that, and in the time that I had, which was about 30 seconds in that last ad break, I thought Womack Nursery sold mulberry varieties. At one point, they did. Womack Nursery is in De Leon, Texas, and you could certainly call them and ask if they happen to have them. They don't have them on their website, but I'm pretty sure that they have sold them through the years, and they might have... um, they might have uh, some for sale come winter time. They sell all of their trees bare rooted. Um, what I would what I would do if I had more time and and could do it. I have nobody uh, working with me uh, to to help do this kind of research while I'm trying to broadcast. But I would I would do this research. I would do university uh, best. Uh, I would do university horticulture best mulberry cultivated mulberry variety and uh, see what you pull up as a match um and university horticulture cultivated best cultivated variety you got to put mulberry up there as a keyword also early so university horticulture mulberry best cultivated variety and see if you can't pull some up and then you're going to have to go back with that that variety name and see if you can find somebody that's growing it for sale there aren't there isn't much demand for mulberries. That's probably why Walmart quit uh, grafting them and selling them. Yeah, I I found them, <laughs> believe it or not, on Amazon. But I'm I'm like okay, well, but how do I, I know which one is? Well, yeah, I would here. try. I try yeah. to buy from a, a full time, a fruit producing nursery. I, I wish I had more time to to help you right now, but I just I have one more break and it has a. It has no, it just has. Uh, 60 seconds i don't know that i can do it in that length of time i'll see what i can find but but that's what i would do is your keywords to see what you can come up with great that helps a lot i didn't know where to look yeah i i always put university at the beginning if i'm trying to find reputable information i mean i have a whole batch of matches where i didn't put that in and just trying to see if there was anything and i have some improbable uh, uh matches here that i would not even bother clicking on so, would it help? Would it hurt to call that nursery and ask them if? They no, absolutely not. They're wonderful again. people. It's a fourth generation family fruit growing nursery in Deleon Womack Nursery, D E capital L E O N Texas. They're fabulous. Okay. Yeah, and they I'll they would be able to recommend. Don't. This is our off season. Sure. They would also be able to recommend uh, other other uh, growers, even out of state, that could uh, could ship to you. I don't good, think that good. would be involved in any quarantine of any kind. So, is there, is uh, there a certain time of the year that I should put one in the ground? If it's bare rooted, it would have to be during the uh, during the winter. Uh, I even looked in my in my uh, Texas A&M fruit and nut resource listing that I have of all of their fact sheets, and they don't even list mulberries anymore. I thought that was in there for. 
for okay. uh, fruit. So bare rooted, but I could I could buy it anytime I want. Just wait till winter to put it in. Well, they're not going to they're okay. not going to let you buy it until they're ready to ship it. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. I don't see anything from A and M listing mulberries. I, I was just sure that they were listed. Um, I'll see. I'll continue to see what I can find before I get off the air. So anyway, let me let you go, right. and I'll uh, I'll see if I can get some calls and see what I can find. Take care. All right. Uh, let's see. We are in good shape time wise. Let's go to Chris in Grapevine. Chris, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, Mr. Sperry. Yes, sir. It's Neil. How can I help you? I um uh, uh my question is regarding some live oaks at uh, at my work my building for office. I've got these. Four really nice mature Texas live oaks, and um, uh, and two of them that are close to the building. I want to kind of put some pavers around, and you know, make a little picnic area for everybody to have lunch and stuff like that, and barbecue grill. Uh, but where the curb goes, uh, it seems like it's a pretty, like there's a definite um, grade issue, and I was curious as to. When I pave it, how much room should I leave for the the, the trunk of the tree? Uh, because I don't want to. Well, I certainly don't want to mess up whatever kind of rock work we do or pavers or whatnot. But I also want to uh, uh, make sure that I don't inhibit the tree's ability to keep growing. Um, is there like kind of a ratio you could recommend of how deep any kind of rock work or stuff away from the base of a tree yeah you first of all the tree needs to be left at its original grade you don't want to add any soil you want to disturb the roots as little as possible Uh, i would very strongly suggest uh, if these are established trees of some value working with a consulting arborist Um, and i have an advertiser uh, available to you in my list of advertisers on my website I, you know, I rarely do this. I'll tell you right now, it's Arborological Services. And for all their contact okay. information, I'll let you go to my website, neilsperry.com. Um, I would I would really suggest you have uh, one of their people or another consulting arborist um, work alongside you and hold your hand on this thing to make sure it's done right. Uh, how large are the trunks in diameter at uh, somewhere down at, at chest level or slightly below in oh, diameter? Could very well be close to almost two feet or so. They're they're in diameter. Long time. Those are yes, worth sir. many thousands of dollars. Yes. And so you're going to want to you're going to want to be a good many feet away uh, from from those to be sure sure that you don't do any damage. You you certainly want to be um, not anywhere near the the trunks. How how close in a perfect world? How close would you be with the uh, the black topping the asphalt? Oh, they're I mean, maybe six feet, roughly, um, ish. I mean, so it, a twelve it, foot, twelve of, foot diameter open space. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I think we could do that and still uh, build enough, uh, like, flagstone or some other paper for you know, uh, patio or you know, picnic table and stuff for lunch and stuff like that for the employees. All right, um, use you've used pavestone interlocking concrete pavers because they can be lifted and reset as needed um okay, makes sense. yeah uh, you wouldn't have to do it in a perfect circle because uh, maybe there you have a large root going out one direction so you might do it something oblong that's something that arborological services and a landscape designer could do to to uh, to make it interesting um you can put uh, gravel uh, over the or bark mulch over the top of the roots, and that does not count in in changing the grade uh, because that allows okay. and and the paver the pavestone pavers don't count because they're not you do get air movement and water uh, passage between them as long as you don't uh, uh, mortar them in that's not like a solid paving. Um, yes, sir. I, Twelve feet probably would be adequate, but be very careful of surface roots. Because in, in terms of bringing equipment in, in terms of letting the equipment cut any of the roots or bring fill in to pack the pavers on top of it, et cetera, et cetera, get the consulting yes, arborist there. Anything that I have just told you goes to second place if a consulting arborist, they, their, their judgment overrules mine right away. 
I'm fine with that. <laughs> and my last question, sir, is it yeah. okay, like maybe around the truck, is it okay to put stuff like uh, Mondo grass or something? Absolutely. That's okay? Absolutely. That's not going to hurt okay. a thing. That would be fine as long okay. as you plant it at the existing grade. You can rototill gently and work in some organic matter. Just don't bring a big batch of topsoil in. All right. Wonderful. Thank you, Mr. Sperry. Have a good it's day. It's still Neil. I appreciate your call. Thank you. <laughs> I keep trying. All right. His line is open. Got to take a break. We'll come back to Kathy and Crowley. And uh, so stay with me. That, uh, thank heavens, he asked ahead of time. So many people don't, and the trees end up struggling because they just are hurting so badly. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I show you in, in my book, I have a photo of live oak roots in a parkway between the sidewalk and a, and a um, curb, and they're just solid in there. You couldn't, you couldn't put a wire stake in that area. Their surface roots are just extensive. My book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I chose to self-publish because I wanted to have Carolyn Skye as my editor and Cindy Smith as my graphic designer. I wanted to know my team. I didn't want to work with a publishing house where I'd have to uh, work with their people and and, uh, listen to their constant badgering about whoever the publisher would be. Constant badgering of ways to cut costs. A lot of times they want to gang the photos all in the center. And, oh, no, come on. Or do a paperback. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. And um, so I decided that I would self-publish. And, uh, and, and that means you have to pay up front. Okay, whatever. And I'm really glad I did because the book turned out the way I wanted it or better, thanks to Carolyn and Cindy. They're just fabulous people to work with. And I've worked with them on a lot of other projects before and since. Just great. Now, the book um, has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is a calendar I've never done before. I wanted to have something like this in. I've done an annual Texas gardening calendar. It was a wall calendar, a beautiful wall calendar. This one is not a beautiful calendar. It's a perpetual calendar. It's bound right into the book. It doesn't look like a calendar. It's just four pages per month telling you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in June and then July and then August. You get the picture, four pages per month, 48 pages. And then we have individual chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, and lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I worked more than a month on each one of those chapters. So you get a whole year of my life, and you pay only $32.95. For a hardback with 840 photos, 344 pages, high-quality paper, how good can it get for you? It's not in stores, not on Amazon. You're not going to find any book with all those attributes at that price in those places. This is the way you get it. It's going to be coming directly from my garage where I have my signing table. Zeus the dog and I sign two times a week in the garage. We spend time together and we do the signing. He doesn't have a big hand in it. Uh, but uh, uh, anyway, it comes directly from there to your mailbox. Satisfaction completely guaranteed, or you get a full refund, no questions asked. I've not been asked to refund one time yet out of 75,000 copies sold. So here are the ways you can order. One is to call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 1-800-752-GROW. Four seven six nine. The better way, though, is to order it right now at my website. That's neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and control 
contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. All right. Thank you, sir. I'm still looking up the uh, mulberry varieties. Good gosh. Uh, Anyway, let me do my last ad, and then we'll deal with that. And we have another caller. Ace Hardware. Ace is a place with those helpful hardware folks. Oh, this is the ad where I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'll tell you ahead of time. You'll you'll find out. You'll know. You'll say, yeah, he was right. Uh, Once these folks help you, they um, show you the things that you've asked for, then they will ask you some questions to make sure that you're all set to, to go. You know, if you're asking about painting supplies, and they'll make sure that you have all the necessary things like sandpaper and a uh, the uh, dust cloth and all the other things that you need, the tack rags, what I was trying to say. So now here is to the ad. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ego 530 CFM 56-volt battery-powered blower for $179, $179. The Ego Power Plus 530 CFM blower is the next big step up in power and convenience for Ego cordless blowers. So far, so good. Equipped with turbine fan engineering inspired by advanced aeronautics technology, the compact lightweight design weighs in at 7.4 pounds with the included... Okay. 2.5 AH battery. Not a clue. The advanced Eagle Power 56 volt arc lithium battery uses industry leading technology to deliver power beyond belief, and it's compatible with all Eagle Power products. All right, so that's the ad. Now let me tell you, this is this is my take from this. I was at their uh, conference about uh, six weeks ago, where all of the dealers came together, and I heard them talking about the Ego equipment, and they are so excited to be Ego dealers. These batteries change from unit to unit to unit, so that you get a battery and you can use it on several different tools, and they love Ego, and they'd love to show it to you, and they're smarter than I am. They can explain all this to you, so go in and take a look at Ace Hardware, and look at this blower for only 179 and let them explain it to you. Ace is the place with the smart people. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now, back to Neil. All right. I'm going to answer Kathy and Crowley without putting her on the phone on the air. Uh, ash tree roots are exposed how to get underground again so that she can mow. When you have roots that are at the surface and they become exposed, they have enlarged and they've grown out. That happens to trees all the time. I had a story on that in eGardens within the last week or two. Whatever you do, you must not add soil. Uh, you need to camouflage those roots. That was root flare. I had it in eGardens this week. You can see it on my website. Read about it at neilspray.com. Click on eGardens. Do not add soil. Uh, you can grow ground covers around them, but uh, that's it. And uh, I don't have time to do the mulberry thing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy gardening. 